Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. And I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it with an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Lindsay, as I was saying that, did you look to your right and give your dog an air kiss? Yes, because every time I clap, it wakes him up from his slumber and he looks Ah. at me with a death stare. And then I have to go like, sorry, and then go and give him a little air kiss. I'm glad you caught that, though. (laughs) I did. We know who's boss in the relationship. Uh, Totally. Yeah, 100%. Um, remember last week we talked about uh, booze and we were like, who is Thomas Mario? No, I don't remember God Thomas damn Mario. It. Do you remember anything about our podcast after we do them? <laughs> they literally just leave your mind. Wait, was t- who is Thomas Mario? The guy who wrote the Playboy book. Yes, 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 yes. And you were like, we Wait. should do some information and yes. find and dig and see who he is. God damn you. No, I remember the whole conversation. I just didn't remember his name. His name. Okay. So I did some searching. Thomas Mario wrote more than just the 1971 Playboy Host and Bar book. Oh, tell me more. Uh, he also wrote wrote Playboy's Bartender Guide. Oh. He wrote Playboy Gourmet. Oh. He wrote The Midnight Cookbook. Excuse me. Yeah, right. I want to talk about that. And then finally, he wrote Playboy's new host and bar book, 1986 version. Interesting. Now, so he came back in 86 and was like, here's what you do now in 86 as opposed to 71. Let me, excuse me if I've already mentioned this. Did I mention, did we talk about Shel Silverstein in the last episode? No, you talked about it on your podcast. Yes, that's uh, why my head is. smarter. Yes. Okay. So I found out, and for the listeners, if you are of a certain age, you know who Shel Silverstein was. But of course, Mm -hmm. he wrote the famous book, um, The Giving Tree. Yes. And amongst many other, and he illustrated them. I found out that he used to hang out at the Playboy Mansion and wrote for Playboy and illustrated for them for my other podcast. So this kind of all goes full circle. Wow. Mm -hmm. Synergy. I love synergy. Uh, Of course he, uh, Shel Stephenson, wrote and illustrated for Playboy. I mean. How weird is that? Of course. Of course. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I want to know who is Needs a cookbook for midnight cooking. Just that sexy bachelor (laughs) that's uh, bringing home a lady. (laughs) Needs something to whip up right before they do the deed. You know, that that guy. That kind of guy. That guy doing doing finger guns. Okay. I I see you weren't that guy. (laughs) Me? No. In, In 86? Or when it was made? No. Um, I just like, okay, I, I, I can't get this out of my head. I'm going to ask you this. So a guy bring you're, you're on a date. He's like, Hey, I want to, you want to come over? And you're like, yeah, sure. That'd be fine. It's cause it's been a great date. Everything's great. He comes over, you go over to his house. It's midnight. And he's like, 
how about I whip you up something, a little to eat mm-hmm. at midnight? Like he's going to literally cook something for you. Not like, let's get some food. Let me cook for you at midnight. Are you like, yeah, he's the one. Are you like, what are you doing, dude? Um, I, th- I think it's nice if you're like awake, but if you've had a long day and you've been like having an epic hang anyway, it seems like mm. a lot. But like, if you're, why not? I mean, it depends. It just depends on the situation. Okay. It depends yeah. on, so for you, it depends on if you're tired or not. Yeah. And also like, if you're drunk, you probably want some fun, like drunk food before you go to bed. Like instead of going and buying tacos, like why not have him make you like a delicious grilled cheese, which we've talked about <laughs> on this podcast before. But I, think- I mean, I'm talking, if, if he, he's given a, he's, he's breaking out the cookbook. And he's actually going to like whip something up like crepe Suzette or something. Um, at my age, it sounds exhausting, but five <laughs> years ago, it sounds exciting. So five years ago, you're like, this guy gets me. Yeah. I yeah. like him. Yeah. N- n- yep. I mean, does anyone now, need a full meal like, at midnight? I yeah. Mean, now you're like, dude, we just, we just ate and drank. Yeah. Well, we'd have to be hungry. It would be crazy if we were like, yeah. But why not? I mean, who cares? Live your life, Kirk. I don't. I don't know how to live my life. That's why I have you here. But I do know a life hack that I forgot to bring up that I want to know if you know about with beer. Do you? uh, Because we both talked about how we both like Corona beer with a nice Mm -hmm. little a wedge of lime. Do you know the Corona lime hack for getting the lime into your bottle of beer? Cutting it in half and squeezing one side and then squeezing the other? No. What you do is, so you know how like the little lime is like, they you'll, you'll perch it on the lip of the bottle, right? Yeah. And so you're like, well, I'm not going to drink it like this. So you push it down into yeah. the bottle, but it's still floating on top. Uh-huh. So what you do Life hack is you stick your thumb in the bottle, right? Very flip slowly, it. gently flip it and wait, wait, wait until it floats all the way to the bottom. And then you put it upright, take your thumb out very slowly so there's no fizz. And then, ergo, voila, you have your lime at the bottom that slowly floats up to the top, filling the beer with limey flavor. Wow, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it's not. It's just stick your thumb in, gently tilt. It'll float to the bottom, tilt it back. But also you could just take a big sip and tilt it back and then the lime will go to the top too. So you're actually Wait, adding you're an gonna... extra step. Well, no, I'm adding an extra cool step. No, you could get, just drink your beer quicker by doing the thing that I said. Just but yeah, like, but then you're drinking your beer quicker and then you're like pounding the beer just to get it to the bottom where before I have one sip, I have the lime already at the bottom. You're rushing it and I'm saying slow it down. Also in times of Corona, should you be sticking your finger inside of your beer? <sighs> what happened to like live my life and do what makes me feel good? Then do it, whatever you want. Doesn't mean I need to do it. <laughs> All right. If you don't want that life hack, you don't have to have that life hack. Final thing before we move on to the main topic. Uh, We talked about Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Yes. That is actually their term. I did a little digging 
and uh, Miller High Life at the turn of the 20th century, most folks drank beer in a saloon or took it home from the bar in a bucket. And Miller High Life had their beer in a bottle because a bottle of beer was more of a luxury, kind of like champagne. So in 1903, Miller Brewing Company decided to make that connection clear and called it the champagne of bottled beers. And then in 1906, they just took out the word beer. And then in 1969, it officially became the champagne of beers. So it is actually their own style of branding. It's not meant to be said ironically. Yeah, I've seen it. I think it says it on the bottle. It does say it on the bottle, which is reason enough to drink that Miller, just because it says it's the champagne of beers. Um, And it's pretty tasty as well. But we're not here to talk about booze or beer or my genius life hack that for some reason you don't want to explore, which is weird. Uh, We're here to talk about veggies. I wasn't sure if we should talk about veggies. And then I said, no, we need to take the good with the bad. We need the healthy stuff. And I Mm -hmm. said, let's talk about veggies. And I know you like veggies. So my first question, could you go vegetarian? Oh, yeah. I've gone vegetarian before. For how long? couple of years, but I oh, was, yeah? yeah, but I was younger. So I was eating really unhealthy. I was eating like pastas and breads and like, it wasn't really my diet that I have now, but I mm-hmm. will say like 80% of my diet is vegetable mm-hmm. and I could totally get rid of the other 20% if I had to. Could you go vegan? Um... I could. I could go vegan. Really? Yeah, I could. I wouldn't. I could. I could totally go vegan. I eat a lot of beans. I eat a lot of. Mm-hmm. I don't eat as much tofu anymore, but I've had periods in my life where I've eaten all the fake stuff. I don't think it's necessarily that great for you. Um mm-hmm. But like veggies, I could eat. Sometimes I'll just have a giant bowl of vegetables for dinner. Like if it's too late and I haven't really gone there and I've got like cauliflower. I'll just like roast a bunch of cauliflower and eat it. And I'm like, totally fine. Brag. It's weird. I, I really love vegetables a lot. What, then what would you do with your cheese love? I would be okay with it. If I, if I went, look. If you went vegan, what do you do with your cheese? I would have like, the fake cheese sometimes, but I don't think that that's really that great for you. So I would have it as like a cheat. So then you wouldn't be vegan. No, I would have the fake cheese, like the nut cheese, like okay. cashew cheese, like that kind of cheese. Oh, you're saying that would be your cheat. Yeah. Cause I don't think you should have that many concentrated nuts in like one serving. Okay. I don't think it's like really that great for you. I see what you're saying. But I think I could. I think I could go vegan. I do. I don't want to. I love a steak. I love um, sausages and chicken sausages. But really, when I cook for myself and when I'm home, I eat very, very vegetarian friendly. Okay. I could never go vegan. Uh, It seems just like too much work that I'm not willing to put the sweat equity into. I don't have the courage. Uh, Vegetarian. Uh, probably I could go vegetarian for a bit. And then eventually I would just be like, 
ah, it's, it's easier to eat some chicken. Um, mm-hmm. so I probably, I probably could do neither. Have you ever been to in LA, uh, real food daily? No. RFD. It was, it's the first vegan place I ever went to not vegetarian, but straight up vegan and it's way good, but vegan restaurants are expensive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, like, I feel like eating vegan at home is doable, but like going out to dinner for vegan, you're just, you're going to spend an arm and a leg. And I, I don't want to do that. No, we have a place. Where is it? I think it's in West Hollywood called Crossroads and it's like vegan fine dining. Yeah. And it's very expensive. And that I've place, never been we, there. We talked about this on this podcast, Sun Cafe near you. Sun Cafe. Yeah. It's totally overpriced for vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the problem too is like, should these vegetables cost this much? And then you're just like, God damn, I'm spending a lot of money for this crudité, essentially. Well, we could go down a dark, deep rabbit hole, but that's the problem with this country with like McDonald's is $5. And if you go to a farmer's market and buy fresh fruits and vegetables, it's like way more money. You know, I mean, yeah. that's a huge issue in this country in general. But no, you are, you are definitely true. <laughs> Don't matter. So let's get into it. What did you hate eating as a kid? What was the vegetable that you're like, I'm going to throw a fit that I have to eat this? You know, I think it was Brussels sprouts, but I'll tell you why. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. My mom, God bless my mom, is not a good cook. So Mm. her version of Brussels sprouts was like a frozen bag that was defrosted. Uh, Yeah. Like I never had a roasted Brussels sprout as a child. Yeah. You know, I had like a soggy defrosted, like chewy Brussels sprout. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had a roasted Brussels sprout, if I would have not liked them as much as I did when I was younger. I think it was also the version of the Brussels sprout that I was getting yeah. That made it more disgusting, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So besides like what, besides throwing shade at your mom, what did you, was there, was there a, a, a veggie that you're like, ah, like here's an example for me it was, it was green beans. I threw a fucking fit if green beans were part of the dinner. It became a whole issue. It's down with family lore about me and these green beans. It got so bad because my parents were raised to like, they're basically like, fuck you. You got to eat them. You're going to eat them no matter what. So deal with it. That I would do it as a pill. Like I would put it on my tongue and take a a swig of milk and just swallow it whole until each one of them was done. So was there anything as bad as that? Was there any food that you threw a fit over? Not vegetables. Aren't you just the perfect child? Or I wasn't getting like fresh vegetables. Do you know what I mean? But you wouldn't know that as a kid. You wouldn't be I going just, as a kid. I'm not getting these fresh vegetables. No, I just don't remember like the food we would eat. We'd eat the same five things if my mom was cooking or we ate out, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you eat out, everything is more delicious, even vegetables. Ooh, ooh well said. Very uh, true. Maybe I need to ask my mom. I'm not really sure. I'll get yeah. back to you on the vet. Get I'll back to you on that. I want to hear what your mom says. So yeah. you loved pickles growing up. What was another vegetable that you loved growing up? 
I loved pickles. And then you're going to die of disgust. And I almost thought of doing this for my house of taste. Okay. When I was young, a snack of mine was carrots Mm -hmm. dipped in mayonnaise. (laughs) God damn you, woman. Like literally out of the jar. You are trashy. I know. What? Now, was this one of like, is this like a, I'm excited for snack? You're like, oh man, I'm going to go home and get me them carrots. Going to get some mayo. It's like a special. Didn't happen all the time because, you know, it's a lot sticking a bunch of carrots in like hunks of mayo. It was like a special treat for myself. Were they the baby carrots? Yes. So your hands are getting all mayo-y as yes. you're dicking in the jar. Oh, I hate you. Yes. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've eaten so it as an adult long. to do a taste test to see, like, what that was. And it's still delicious because if you think about it, ranch and blue cheese is basically, like, a dressed-up version of mayonnaise. It's this is not the time to argue about that, but that is so fucking wrong. No, it's I can't not. even get into it. No, it's, that's horrible to say. So that. it's basically like eating a every dip, like a French onion dip or whatever. It's got a mayo y base, right? So it's kind of the same thing. So I kind no, of understand why. It's a sour why. cream base. Nah. <laughs> eh. Okay. All right. All right. Fine, I guess. Um, shockingly, the veggie that I loved growing up, and I don't even know why, was asparagus. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I, yeah, and I, I had some, I had some, definitely had some veggie issues growing up that I've since gotten over. Um, some not, but I was always really into uh, asparagus. I've always liked it. I still like it to this day. Is there a veggie you hate now? Is there like, fuck this veggie? I'm kind of. This. I'm an adult. I don't have to. There is kind of one. And I think it's got something to do. Remember we talked about like your tongue feeling itchy for the oh, fruits when we talked yeah. about fruits? Yeah. Eggplant. Ooh, would you might be allergic to eggplant if it's There's itchy? something about eggplant that like, it's not about the taste. It's like, I don't like the way it feels. And there's something it does to my tongue that's like, I could live without it. Huh. Now, Mm. what about eggplant parm? Don't care? I would rather have chicken parm. Sure. Or fried mozzarella. Or even fried mozzarella. You take fried mozzarella over eggplant parmesan. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, hot Mm -hmm. take. I am surprised. I didn't think you did that. Yeah, there's something about it. I don't like the feel of it or something. I don't know what it is. Okay. Huh. Have you ever had fried eggplant? Um, isn't that like what, um, eggplant parmesan would be? Oh, I guess it would be. I guess you fry it first. So that's true. I was thinking sometimes you, 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 there's like eggplant where it's fried eggplant and it's almost like fried mozzarella where it's just, you dip it in the marinade. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Eggplant. I totally forgot about eggplant. The thing I hate now is still green beans. It's the one vegetable I won't eat. And oh, I I, it's love, at the point now, oh, green beans are so disgusting to I me. I love green I beans. Can, I love sugar snap peas. I love oh, all that. Oh, those are good. Green beans are disgusting. Even to this day, I'm like, I'm not eating them. 
and it's great now because I'm an adult. I'm like, I don't have to eat them. I don't have to explain myself. I won't. Um, growing up, this was way like 80s trashy. Uh, my brother still to this day loves this. Do you ever have green bean casserole? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Look at you like, so like um, obvious, Kirk. It's great. Thanksgiving, like it's such a trashy staple to uh, eat. I love it. So gross. It it makes me uncomfortable even to see. Oh, I, those... I even like canned green beans. Really? Mm. Ooh. I prefer like the fresh, I prefer fresh ones, but like, I'll go, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Just like I would a canned beet. I'll go for it. Oh, no, not here for any green beans ever. Do you know any adults that don't eat veggies? Like straight up won't? No. Me neither. I try, I tried to rack my brain and I don't know. I don't know one adult who's just like, no, I don't eat them. I don't care. Like if I went out with a guy that was like, yeah, uh, yeah. So no, I don't eat vegetables. I would be really concerned about their health for the future. Like I would start going down a rabbit hole of like, well, this person can't be the father of my children. They don't need any <laughs> any nutrients. Oh, let's all right, let me set this table for you. He's great. He's 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 checking off all those uh, boxes. He's in great shape. Like he's way into fitness. He eats fruit. Everything, but he does not eat vegetables and you can't turn them. You can't be like, let's go try something. He's like, does no. he eat bad or does he just not eat vegetables? He just does not eat vegetables. Then that's okay. If, if I felt like he had a balanced diet besides that, like if he got mm-hmm. those nutrients in some other way, fine. Huh. But if he you only ate like a chicken fingers, and mozzarella sticks, I don't think I could get into it. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, the mozzarella sticks thing. Oh, okay. You're going to mm-hmm. judge him on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn you. Um, interesting. I thought you might actually be like, no, nah, I, I can't I can't hang. Because you like veggies no. so much that it's a little, it could be a little challenging. No, they could eat whatever they want. I'm just saying like the last person I dated like ate really bad. And I was think I would think a lot like, What's his health going to look like in the next like 10, 15 years? That's something you have to look at, like the health, the health aspects of your partner. Like, do they take care of themselves? Like, do they get sleep? Do they eat right? Like, do they have healthy habits, you know? So like vegetables, fine. If you have healthy habits, that's fine. Okay. All right. All right. That's good to know. Um, Well, I did a little digging again, as we usually do around this time of the show. Uh, the number one veggie in America. Can you guess? Broccoli. Correct. Woo. What's number two? Um, lettuce. I, it's just as basic, but no. Well, um. Think way basic. Cucumber? No, corn. Corn. I forgot about corn. Corn is number two. I'm surprised with America. I thought it would be number one. I thought corn was going to be number one. Broccoli, baby. So good job, America, for doing one thing right. Mm-hmm. Um, California, number one veggie. Take a guess. Oh. Don't overthink it. 
because avocado is a fruit. Yeah. Um, don't overthink it. He says, I don't know, corn, <laughs> broccoli. Oh, it is broccoli. Okay. Yeah, broccoli. Uh, Florida mm-hmm. is. Um, I don't know. Um, it's broccoli. Everything's broccoli. Ohio. Potatoes. Corn. Just kidding. (laughs) Way to go, Ohio, for screwing it up again. Um, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised that, uh, broccoli was number one in America. I thought state by state they, they would be a little more diverse, but- and just the little research I did, it's like there's essentially only like seven vegetables that are popular amongst everyone in the U.S. Yeah. And it's all the basic ones. So there's only like six or seven that are really, really popular. So that's why broccoli is essentially number one. Now, even though it's number one, let me ask you this. Broccoli or cauliflower, which one do you take? Cauliflower. Broccoli. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you snob. I like um, when you roast cauliflower, it gets really soft. And I don't like the crunchy roasted. Like I could never really make broccoli. I love steamed broccoli, but I really yeah. like to roast my vegetables and I don't like roasted broccoli. Oh my God. I think roasted broccoli is the best. I I make roasted broccoli that I learned from my wife and I find it better than roasted cauliflower. Cauliflower is good. I don't hate cauliflower. I'll eat it. I have no problem with it. But if I need to choose broccoli, I think is, is, uh, you can do more with it. I think it fits in with more foods. Uh, I like it better roasted. What do you mean? You can make cauliflower rice. You can make cauliflower mashed potatoes. You can make cauliflower steak. You could do a million things with cauliflower. Yeah, that is true. Cauliflower dipped in hummus is better than broccoli dipped in hummus. No. Yes, no. it is. Now you've gone too far. Broccoli and hummus is way better than cauliflower and hummus. Way no. better. It's gross. A raw broccoli is better than a raw cauliflower. No, I don't agree. Oh, I was going to agree with you on the whole, you can make a cauliflower crust pizza, cauliflower yeah. rice. I was like... You bring up good points, and then you threw down the raw gauntlet, and I'm saying, no, broccoli is way better raw. Oh. Well, I'd like to see. I, I need to know what the listeners think about this. Broccoli right. or cauliflower? Food fight the podcast at gmail.com. Broccoli versus cauliflower. Who wins? It can be either raw or not, but I'm going to bet that uh, the world sides with broccoli. Oh, look, we but- already got an email that says <laughs> cauliflower we- is so much better than broccoli. Who who sent that? Can you give a shout uh, out? Caulifloweralover at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. Wow, we're a really popular show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of another versus, uh, kale versus spinach. 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 Agree. I enjoy kale, but again, I think spinach you can do more with. Mm-hmm. Um. I never really had kale till L.A., as a matter of fact. Uh, I moved to L.A. and then all of a sudden, oh, kale's a thing. But I didn't have it growing up in Cleveland or Chicago or when I was in the Northeast. Um, did you have – I'm sure you had it in New York. Not really. Not like L.A. Really? I'm glad that kale has quieted down a little bit. I think kale got a little too cocky. 
<laughs> got a little, little too a little too sure of himself. Little too big for their britches. It's mm-hmm. really easy to do kale in a disgusting way, and it's when you have good kale, it's really nice. But there's a lot of people that make it really nasty. Yeah. So I'm glad that kale has like taken it down a few notches. Yeah. Um. I'd rather have like a slaw salad, like a. Have you ever had like from Trader Joe's like their slaws where it's like shaved um, carrots and Brussels sprouts and like I'd rather have that kind of thing than like a kale salad. Ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. You are going against the Los Angeles grain where everything has to be kale. Uh, I, I I would agree with that. I like spinach more as well. I found spinach was one of those things as a kid where I was like, okay, I'll eat it raw. You're not going to pay me to eat it cooked. I cooked spinach was disgusting to me. And then just over the years, I'm like, no, cooked spinach is great, but it took me a long time. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're team spinach. Um, I'm going to take a little detour and talk about pizza. Now, You'll eat just a right. You'll eat a veggie pizza, right? Straight veggie. You don't need meat on it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather have a pepperoni, but I'll eat. I'll eat a You're veggie pizza. Mm-hmm. Would you eat a veggie pizza that only has one veggie on it? What is the veggie? Any veggie. Like if you're just like, would you just eat spinach pizza? Nothing else is on it. There's no other meat. There's no other veggies. Just spinach. Sure. Me too. Is there? What's your favorite veggie to go on a spinach? On a pizza? On a pizza, sorry. Um, That's a really good question. Like, what's the one you're like, okay, I'm going to do pepperoni and? Well, you're going to hate this answer. Onions. Let's, for the sake of this podcast and for my sanity, let's just say that onions are not a vegetable. All right, banana peppers. Ooh, there you go. Nice. Pepperoni and nice. banana peppers are a really good pizza. That's a good one. I am again going to go with spinach just because it's tasty enough, but yet still you can throw a bunch of other things on it and it's not going to be like a weird mix. Mm-hmm. Like you could put any meat in spinach or then any other veggie in spinach and it's still going to be good. I hear so, you. I'm going to do that. Shockingly, I'm going to tell you this. Broccoli on pizza, great. Cauliflower on pizza, no bueno. Never had it. Oh, really? Then maybe you shouldn't judge broccoli so much. You know what I hate? Besides me? Cooked peppers. Like, okay, hang on. Wait a minute. You mean like stuffed peppers? No, I actually am kind of okay with stuffed peppers depending on like what's in it and who's making it but like cooked sauteed peppers i can get behind it for fajitas i can get behind it for fajitas but i can i never want cooked peppers in anything else what about in like chinese food i don't want it really i'll pick around it Oh, you're going to be a pick around woman. I'm not into it at all. Okay. Okay. But you like a raw pepper. Love a raw pepper. Ha- always have red peppers in my fridge. Oh, wait for salad and, and even raw, just eating them. But yeah. I do not like a cooked pepper. 
Oh, I'm 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 fine with the cooked pepper. I love the stuffed I love stuffed pepper. Well, I like with great. the chili rayano. Like I love yeah. So I guess the stuffed pepper I'm okay with. It's like something about a sautéed, okay, thin strip, or even like cut the, that up. would be like in a it. fajita. Okay, okay. So in a fajita or Chinese food, you're picking around it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm okay with that. But I'm glad you brought up peppers. Let's do this real quick. I didn't put this on the outline. Let's do a ranking for peppers. Uh, favorite to least favorite, red, yellow, orange, green. Green is just my least favorite and all the rest of them taste the same to me. Okay, let's do it based on eye test then. Which one do you want to see in your salad? Give me the order. Uh, yellow, red, orange, green. I'm going to go orange, yellow, red, green. Um, do they taste the same? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they do. And then green, for some reason, definitely tastes different. I know people who love peppers and then are just like, fuck off green peppers. They hate green peppers. Yeah. I never want a green pepper. I never pick the green pepper. I never go for the green pepper. If it's in something... Raw. Raw. Will you I'll eat, eat it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Green pepper is kind of like the bastard child of peppers. A lot of people don't like them. They're the red delicious apples of <laughs> peppers. Bravo, Lindsay. Um, you mentioned Brussels sprouts earlier. And it's funny. Uh, Brussels sprouts to me... I kind of felt like Brussels sprouts to me were kind of like where kale is now, or for a while it was like, oh, Brussels sprouts in a restaurant are the thing. And I got me to thinking that Brussels sprouts, which I love, are one of the best things to get at a restaurant. Yeah. Meaning, I th- and veggie wise, meaning like, because they're, they're roasted, they're great. If you throw them with bacon, Oh boy, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or you will love this. I'm sure you've had this. It's like uh, Brussels sprouts, bacon in, in, in a, like a vinegar and a vinaigrette. Yeah, it's great. I love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Fried Brussels sprouts, like, uh, like tempura. Very good. Yes. Into okay. It. Let me throw you the last one. Cause this is how I first got them. And I was like, Oh boy, I don't think I like Brussels sprouts. Do you ever do them just steamed with butter? It's like way old school. I would like that now. Okay. But as a kid, I would hate that. As a kid, I never had it. And then in my early adult years, I'd have them steamed. Like we'd, my, my wife and I would make them steamed until we realized, oh, we should just roast these. And they're way soft and you need the butter. And we wouldn't cut them so they'd be like whole. And it's a mm-hmm. little bit of a, it's a little bit of a tough beat to eat those. Yeah. Um, but I do like getting Brussels sprouts at a restaurant. I've never really disappointed about Brussels sprouts at a restaurant. Um, on the other hand, peas. Now, peas are good. I know you like peas. Love. Peas alone, meaning I'm going to eat a bowl of peas as my veggie for my meal. Yes or no? Don't need it. Don't need it. Oh, God bless you. I thought for sure you're going to be like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like, but okay, a hit me. ball of sugar snap peas where they have a shell and peas yes. inside, a thousand percent. Yes. And it's interesting because that seems like a different beast all in of itself. 
even though it's not really, it's still peas, but like, like a bowl of cooked peas. Gross. Gross. I don't care if they're fresh and like, oh, I just picked these from the garden. A bowl of cooked peas. I'm like, fuck these. I don't want these at all. It feels like something that I'm being made to eat. And it's like, I'm being a kid again. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Why did we eat those as a kid? And then they just went away as adults. It's funny. They really did because, well, my son never liked them, but my daughter, when she was a toddler, was like, give me all them peas and peas and butter. And she would just like pound them. And now she's just like, Ugh, no. I mean, she's like, I'll eat them in food, but I don't want them on the side. It's I, I weird, think it was right? Just, I think it's one of those things where maybe as a kid or as a parent, you're like, A, it's the easiest thing to do. We're just going to steam up some peas, Mm -hmm. throw some butter on it and give it to the kid and just be like, oh, hopefully they'll like it because it's a veggie, but it's kind of fun because they're round and they're very green and the taste isn't too penetrating to the palate. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too sharp where the kid's going to bulk at it. So I think that's why. Because they're so small. Don't you think they're like easier to choke on? Nah, because they're mushy. I mean, if you're like, if you're a toddler, you can eat them because you have teeth as long as you have teeth. Yeah. And then if you're like a baby, if they're, if you have a, an infant, it's like pea mush. So right. So they'll eat like pea mush. I see. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, peas alone, I, I, I don't ever want, I don't want to see that. Um, I also don't want to see a combo of peas and corn together. I don't need that in my life either. I don't need it, but if it were presented to me. I would try to spice it up and make it fun. Um, and then I would eat it. But like, it would be disappointing to see. So you're going to, tell me how you're going to zhuzh it. How are you going to do a Lindsay zhuzh with that? Some salt and spices and maybe like butter, I guess. Yeah. I guess what more can you do? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm I'm particularly not here for this. Oh, um, I just thought of this. You ever have pea tendrils? Pea tendrils. Yes. I don't know. What are those? Pea tendrils are like the things that the peas are picked off of. And you can cook those as well. Huh. So they're a little stringy. Oh, um, no. I never had that. Oh, okay. It's good. It's I, I think it's better than peas. I'm going to look this up right now. Pea tendrils. Pea tendrils, also known as pea shoots, are the young leaves, stems, vines, and flowers of a pea plant. They are edible. So, yeah, I was right. Um, so, yeah, it's the stuff that's not the pea. Wait, let me look at this. Pea okay, shoots, take a gander. you said? Pea, pea tendrils. Look up pea tendrils. Okay, let me see what and these And they look, look very like. leafy. You're going to look at Google and be like, oh, okay, they're really good. No, Put I never some- had these. Oh, highly recommend pea tendrils. Okay. Uh, more than the peas, actually. Yeah. You just saute them with some garlic, uh, and they're they're real good. They're very, very good. Highly recommend. Okay. Moving on to probably your favorite veggie topic, pickled veg. Is pickled veg number one with you? A thousand percent. Agree. I pickled. The older I get, the more I want pickled vegetables. My mouth is watering just hearing you talk about it. (laughs) Right? Crazy. Now, have you had 
like pickle. I mean, go through a list. Have you had pickled carrots? Yes. Okay. Pickled, pickled Cornish, Cornish on? Or no, no, pickled like those little corns. Okay. Those are good too. Pickled asparagus. No. Do you like asparagus? I like asparagus. Okay. Pickled asparagus is good. Pickled okra. Yes. Like it? It's okay. It's not my favorite. Okay. What's your favorite pickled vegetable? I like when you buy like the jar of like cauliflower and pepperoncini peppers. I like that kind okay. of vibe. That's good stuff. Like That's an antipasta kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I think that pickled vegetables are way underrated and that people need to appreciate them more. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. They, I think people sleep on them. And I don't think, it's shame on the people out there who are sleeping on pickled vegetables. You shouldn't do that. When I go to a farmer's market and someone is selling jars of like pickled veggies and some of them is like, just a jar of pickles, just a jar of pickled cauliflower. I don't even get the mix. I get each jar of the, yes. And they, it doesn't last long. Like, I think I've got like all these jars that are going to last long. They don't last long in this house at all. So you're getting multiple jars. That's quite the upside. When they we must just, love you. Yeah. When we just went out of town, we each brought pickles. Like there, we had like three or four jars of pickles. Of pickles or pickled vegetables? Pickles and one thing of pickled vegetables for my Bloody Marys. And of course, I got an inflatable pickle uh, pool toy. Really? Mm-hmm. You are so proud. My ex used to call me pickle. That was his nickname for me. Okay. Listen, that's really cute. Pickles. I'm obsessed with pickles. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know he's your ex, but that's that's way cute. Yeah, he's not cute, but that's cute. <laughs> he did one good thing, and that one good thing was give you a, a good nickname. But my friends are all super into pickles, so I ordered like the pool flow, and we brought pickles with that. We're like, we're really into pickles. Did you ever think to do your own pickling or is that just way too hipster? I've done my own pickling. What? 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 Hang on a second. You have done your own Yeah, pickling. we just did that before our trip. One of our jars was we brought, like did like a pickle, little pickle party at Brian's house and brought one of those. Wow. Way jealous. Yeah. Fascinated. Very impressed. Can you go through and give us a little uh, pickling expertise? What did you pickle? How long does it take? Is it well, a Well, we just pickled cucumbers. Okay. Um, and Brian spearheaded it. So I'd have to get like his mix. Okay. He had like a whole mix that he did. And um, obviously vinegar. You know what I've also pickled before, which was really good? Cabbage, red cabbage. Oh, yeah. I can see I've that. I've done that too. Yeah. Um. And it took like, we let, we let it sit for, I mean, it doesn't take that long. It was ready like the next day, but we didn't yeah. eat them for like a few days. Um, they get better the longer you keep them Right. In. But the one time my friend pickled um, red cabbage 
And he just poured in like white vinegar. And he didn't even have that many spices. It was just like a few things and let it sit for like a couple of days. And it was delicious on salad. Actually, Uh, I'm going to make that that. because I have red cabbage and I'm going to make that myself because it was so Uh, good. see? See, we give ideas when we do the show. Yeah, I love pickling. That's great. Do you enjoy Korean barbecue? I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. Do you, do you, I'm so I'm guessing you love the banchan, the vegetables that come with it. The yeah. Side dishes. Love yeah. It. I figured you much. Cause it's, it's you, it's, it's vinegary and spicy. Yep. Yep. I figured you'd be a cabbage fan. and mm. yep. Mm. All the little pickles and cucumbers. I'm getting it in my mouth now too. No, my mouth waters yeah. when I think about yeah. these things. It's the it's only like thing I'm, that happens to me like that, that, Nothing else makes my mouth water, but yeah, peppers, pickles, that kind of thing. You saying it is making it happen. It's making me smile, and it's not because of you. It's because of the pickles. I mm-hmm, just want you to know mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, store-bought veggie snacks. Uh, let's do a little ranking action again. Okay. Okay. Rank for me, veggie snack-wise, pea crisps, kale chips, Broccoli florets. I never have broccoli florets. You've ever had like dehydrated broccoli snack? I don't think so. Okay. I'm here for the peas. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you. Hit me. What what about those veggie sticks? Here's the thing. I think those veggie sticks aren't veggie. I think well, they're potato. They probably have like dehydrated. Yeah. I'm going to start with veggie sticks. Okay. And then I'm going to go with the peas. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go with the kale chips. And I've never had the broccoli. Okay. I'm going to not count those veggie sticks because those to me are just potato chips disguised and trying to trick me as veggie. Okay. I'm going to one up you on this. My favorite vegetable snack dried the the dried like veggie chips that you can get yeah so you know you get the things of dried fruit but then they have the things of like chips but it's peas and potato uh sweet potatoes and regular I know potato exactly chips. what you're talking about that is my jam i know exactly what you're talking about and this is not going to make any sense because there's dried beans in there and i'll eat the dried beans so good Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Those are good. Those are really, really good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go pea crisps, broccoli florets, and kale chips. I love kale chips, but uh, store-bought kale chips are always fucked up to me. I like If someone makes homemade kale chips, they're amazing. Something about store-bought kale chips, it's it's always fucked up. Not just that, but they're always crumpled. They're not really like they're... It's like they've been destroyed before you even get them. Yes. Oh, that drives me insane. Do better. Do better, better. store-bought. Have you had uh, store-bought veggie carrots, like the dehydrated carrots snacks? No. Don't. They suck. No, but I love that Terra chips. I that has like chips, blue yeah. potatoes, yep. sweet potatoes. I love those. They have like a taro chip in there. Yeah, it's yeah, good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done the okra veggie snack? No. Pretty good. It's a good change of pace. Not as good as like a pea crisp, but still 
pretty, pretty good. All right. Uh, all right we're going to finish it out here with a couple more. Have you ever had bok choy? Yes. Oh, my wife will be so happy. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, bok choy is Chinese cabbage. Um, they look like little miniature cabbages. They're very leafy at the top and very bulbous at the bottom. Um, never had it till I started dating my wife and she's like, I'm going to make you bok choy. And I was like, what? And then I had it and I was like, this is great. It goes with anything. Highly recommend bok choy. You know, Um, lizards, a lot of lizards eat it too. We had a pet lizard and it ate bok choy. Really? Mm -hmm. That's how I found out about it. And then, um, you know, got it a few times for like, um, what's it called? Dim sum. You'll yeah. get like oh, yeah. bok choy. And then yeah. I was like, oh, this is what the lizard eats. Uh, and it's delicious. So a lizard taught you about bok choy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Where's the, What was the lizard's name? That lizard that ate the bok choy was Yoshi. Mm. Yoshi. Was bok choy his favorite or he would eat anything? He liked leafy greens, but bok choy was his favorite. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. you see, that's real class. Cute. That's yeah, awesome. he was a, a Euromastix lizard. Do you know what, what those are? Mean? No, that's I'm the dead. kind of lizard Euromastix. They look like little dinosaurs. They're really cute. Oh, look at that! Big fat see? bellies. Mm-hmm. We learn things on this show. We really do. I try. Uh, <laughs> I, tr- I, I mean, I try. Um, you mentioned before beets. Yes. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Underrated. Ooh, emphatic underrated. Underrated. Okay. All right. Hit me with why. When I was little, the only thing I knew about beets was like canned beets. And did you like those? Yeah, but my, my sister was really into them and I was like kind of into them. Mm-hmm. But if you go to like a bougie supermarket where they have <laughs> uh-huh. like a salad counter where you could like buy like little salads to take out, if they have yep. a beet option, it'll blow your mind. Are you, so you like the canned beets, you're, you're like, you'll eat them and you're fine with them, right? But then you have a beet salad, like from a real place. And it's like yeah. so good. Do you like... And the canned beet, like you'll carve out a little like disc because it comes in a can and you like kind of throw it out. No, I only had them already sliced. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Already sliced and then I put a little salt on them. I'm going to say beets are properly rated. I think that they are fine. I don't hate them. If beets are in my salad, fine. I, I have no problem with it. I don't seek them out. I I think I prefer them shredded as opposed to like big chunks. Have you ever had them cooked? I don't think I've ever had a cooked beet. I feel like the salad that I had recently that they were like steamed, but they were cold when I ate them, but they must have been oh. cooked because they were like soft and steamed. I don't know how you prepare a beet. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever eaten a cooked beet. I can't ever recall it. Ooh, wait a minute. Beet juice? Would you drink it? In a smoothie. I've never had it like plain, like yeah. by itself. You need it cut. You, you need it stepped on. But I like it. I like. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, you're a beet fan. I love beets. I don't eat them that often, but when I have them, I'm like, why aren't these in my life more? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Wow. You might, you might be friends with my wife. Does she like beets? She lives for beets. Yeah, then hook us up. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I'm afraid of the world's colliding <laughs> That's is why. true. You should keep us very far away because you will be out of the picture so fast. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, it's <laughs> pack your shit, Kirk. Someone else better came along. All right. Two more topics. Artichokes. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Properly rated. Underrated. Fuck off. What? How can you say beets are underrated and artichokes are properly rated? I like I like artichokes, but like what more can you do with them? I love a steamed artichoke that you dip in butter, but the yeah. artichoke hearts in that weird can of like I don't I'm I don't need it. You don't like artichoke hearts? I don't like them in that can with the oil. It's not properly seasoned to me. Well, true. You can take them out and season them there. But what about like artichoke hearts in an actual artichoke? Yes. Down for it if it's steamed. Okay. Okay. Uh, Have you ever had a fried artichoke? Those are really good. So good. So good. I love artichokes. I love artichokes in salad. I love artichokes on pizza. I kind of feel like the way you feel about beets is the exact same way I feel about artichokes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You're here for them and you wish people liked them more. We are so close, but yet so far away. On these I know, things. but I think those are like similar vegetables too. Like, oh, we don't have artichokes yeah. all the time. We don't have beets all the time. They, they feel like a special treat, right? When you get them. Yes. Yes. I could see that. I love how you refer to a veggie as a special treat, but I know exactly what you mean. You know what 100%. I mean? Like they're yeah. not always around. So when they're around, you're like, oh yes, why not? You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Final topic. Succotash. Ever have. Is succotash like the cooked chopped veggies? Yes. Uh, according to Wikipedia, which of course never lies, Succotash is a culinary dish consisting primarily of sweet corn with lima beans or other shell beans. Other ingredients may be added, including, I've never seen this, corned beef, potatoes, turnips, salt pork, tomatoes, multicolored sweet peppers, and okra. Okay, I'm here for it because what I've had succotash is like with breakfast. Where it's been like potatoes and um, onions, potatoes, like chopped veggies with eggs. Oh, okay. Huh. I've never seen that. I think I might eat that. I just, to me, succotash is that old school gross side dish that's just kind of thrown on your plate at like a barbecue. Um and I think, again, you know what it is too? Lima beans. I'm, I'm not here for lima beans. I, I don't need lima beans in my life. Certainly not mixed with corn or and salt pork. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did mention a, one more thing before we go to how's it taste. Turnips. Yay or nay? Yay. Nay. I think turnips, I am so indifferent to turnips. I don't hate them. I'm so indifferent that they could be removed from the earth and no one would 
give a shit. Do What's you disagree? What's the difference between a turnip and a radish? I think they might be similar. Um, I love a radish. A, tur- a turnip is a root vegetable, although I think uh, a tur- so is a radish. Mm-hmm. Uh, turnip is a root vegetable commonly grown in temperate climates worldwide. Okay. Uh, so then a radish is... I think they're the same family, but the radish... root vegetable, yeah. Radish has a sharper taste, whereas a turnip has like a more muted taste. Exactly. And so because it's rooted, I I really just, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it in my life. Yeah. I I mean, clearly I don't need it if I hardly ever eat them, but I'm all about a root vegetable. I'm into a root vegetable. Okay. All right. Well, now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about veggies, that's what we'll be trying. Though, of course, we are still, still social distancing. The only surprise is what we got to eat for ourselves. Um, I'll go first this time because I've literally, literally, literally been biting my tongue about this. And I have... Homemade pickled cucumbers. Wow. Yes. Yay. Okay. These are one of our favorite things to eat at home. My wife makes these. Uh, I've made them once. I don't make them as good as her. What is these she putting them? These are, and I'm saying pickled cucumbers. I'm not saying pickles. Um, she uses uh, a combination of rice wine vinegar, mm-hmm. sugar, salt, uh, garlic, like crushed garlic cloves, and then um, uh, red hot pepper flakes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it's a good, good combo. Uh, so good that we eat them, but then we save the we save the juice, and then we'll throw other stuff in them uh, to pickle them. Because you can save the juice if you're not using it. Don't toss it. Fun fact: keep that pickle juice because it's just going to taste better and better, and you can add another veggie to it. That's a great tip. Yes. So I'm going to eat some pickled cucumbers. Fun fact, I already had these for lunch, but I don't care. Is your mouth, are you getting that tang? Are you getting that tang watching me eat this? What's so funny is my house of taste was going to be sliced cucumbers with salt, uh, lime juice, a little bit of vinegar. Like we would have had almost. Oh my God. We sometimes it doesn't happen often, but sometimes we are I sisters. Know. That's sometimes crazy. We are sisters. Yes. That's our next podcast. So when you eat those, do you throw them on a salad? Do you eat them plain usually? A little bit of both. Uh, I eat them uh, as basically as a side dish. Got it. I did throw them on uh, my lunch because I had leftover, so I just threw them on top. But yeah, mm. basically eat them as a side. Um, but yeah, take a whole cucumber, just dice it up, throw it in some rice wine vinegar, uh, sugar, salt, crushed garlic, mm. red, uh, red pepper flakes, and, uh, you're good to go. It's very peppery. It's very tingy and tangy. Mm. And I love it. I love that. So what did you bring? Okay. Two things. First thing Ooh. is a throwback to our Bloody Mary talk. Someone <gasps> gifted me a oh. bottle of tamales. Oh, okay. my God. Those are what they are. 
So they are pickled green tomatoes, like we talked about. Yeah. The ingredients are tomato, water, vinegar, salt, onions, garlic, spices, and that's about it. That's um, all you need. I'm going to taste one just so I can describe it to you, although I do have another how's it taste plan. Wait, before you eat it, yes. is this something you don't know? You usually just put it in your Bloody Mary, so usually it's kind I of just, rare. Yes, usually just put it in my Bloody Mary. I've only had these once, only had one jar like oh, okay. six months ago. Um, this is way exciting. But I'm so excited. Hold on. Mm, okay. It's like a pickled green tomato, but it, oh, what's great. fun about it, they're little. They're like yeah. little baby tomatoes. So they're like fun. You could just like pop them in your mouth. Yeah. And But it, I also brought pepperoncini peppers. I have those in my fridge. Okay. These are like my kryptonite. <laughs> so they're golden Greek pepperoncini peppers. Yeah. I usually go for mild because I eat so many of them. Yeah. That if these are medium heat, so I have to like conserve them a little bit more. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a terrible stomach ache because I can't stop eating these and I will eat like 10 in one sitting. And you'll just pull them out of the jar and keep eating them. Pull them out of the jar. Oh, like she's going for it. Like it's nobody's business. Oh, this is a big <laughs> one too. Hold on. So you, oh, have to, people. you have to bite it and then there's like all the juice, right? So hold on. Yeah. And then you have to like... Make sure you don't make a mess of them. Ooh, see, these are spicy, the medium heat. You've got this mm. down to a science the way you're doing this. Mm. 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 <laughs> you, you, spicy, crunchy. Ah. More importantly, the way you're eating it, you're eating it like a boss. Mm -hmm. Like you've got the, you shook it, you got the juice out, you grabbed a cap to make grab sure you didn't cap. get any. So you good. know what you're doing. I I don't know where those came into my life, mm -hmm. but my life forever changed when pepperoncinis came into my life. Wow. Those tamales are fascinating, and I'm going to go find some and get and, and eat them because I yeah. know I like them. But just the fact that they say tamales, it throws me because I go, ooh. They're not. Just the, because of it, they're but just they're not. Baby pickled green tomatoes. So they're not, um, they're not briny like an olive. They're just vinegary baby green tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. That's all it wow. is. You just owned How's It Taste. Ah, oh, so good. You really did. And now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything that you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Uh, you're going to be real excited about my recommendation, but do you want to go first or second? I'll go. Go for then it. We'll, we'll leave on the excited note. Okay. So something we've talked about on this pod is bread, right? We yeah. did sandwiches. We talked mm -hmm. bread. So mine's going to do a full circle. Oh, I like how you're going with this. If you are watching your weight and you don't want to eat bread, you will not be disappointed in an In-N-Out burger protein style with instead of a bun, 
lettuce, like big, two big lettuce cups instead of a bun. It really is delicious. Have you had yes. that? Uh, that's, my God, how are we uh, not sisters? That's insane. That's the only way I eat my In-N-Out burgers. It's really good. Yeah, it's way good. You don't need the bread particularly for the In-N-Out burger because the In-N-Out burger bread is just kind of mad to begin with. It's not yeah. really anything. And it provides such a crunch, like a fun crunch because it's not like sad lettuce leaves. It's like two giant lettuce cups. Yes. And, but there's like multiple layers of lettuce cups. There's like five le- leaves on each side that are like cupped and it's delicious. So if you're watching your weight and you're craving a burger and you have and live in a place that has an in and out, try it. It's so good. Yes. Highly recommend. There are even some places that will do the lettuce wrap for the burger, though I do think In-N-Out does it best. They do a great um, job. Yes. I get, uh, and then in my, psychologically I go, oh, well then I can get one more burger patty. Oh, So sure. I get a double. Yeah. Uh, because a single for me kind of gets lost in the lettuce and I'm like, well, yeah. I'm eating just lettuce. So now I'm just going to throw another patty on there. And life is good. I support that. Wow. You just killed it. Very impressive. (laughs) But you knew that. Mm. Um, My recommendation is, I'm very excited you mentioned this in passing and we might have missed it, but I didn't want to sleep on it, is radishes, specifically watermelon radishes. Ah, so good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Watermelon radishes are so good and make me... So happy. Um, for those who don't know, it's a radish. It's a little bigger and it looks like the color of a watermelon. Uh, I think the taste is maybe a little bit milder. It's still got a little bit of that radish spice to it. But uh, just to close out the show Eve, with even more synergy, what I like to do is we'll take the, um, the pickled vinegar from the cucumbers. And if we have watermelon radishes, I will throw watermelon watermelon radishes in after I've finished the cucumbers Mm. for the second round and then have pickled watermelon radishes that turns the juice pink. That's so fun. It's fun. It's good eats. I'm a huge radish fan. Radishes might be the first, uh, I'm sorry, the most recent vegetable that I've just started loving in the past like four or five years. I'm like, oh my God, I want all the radishes. That is an underrated veggie. Fun fact about radishes. All right. So one of our guests on my other podcast, Fuck You, I'm Smarter, is obsessed with radishes. So we did Mm -hmm. for one of her games, a radish report. So I had to go down a deep dive with radishes. And what I found out was, I believe in New Zealand, could be Australia, but I think it's New Zealand. Radishes are growing like weeds and farmers can't get rid of them. There's so many radishes that are taking over their farms and they're having like a huge problem with the radishes. They've become like a nuisance. Mm -hmm. And this man did a um, cover of that song. That song that's like, now you're just somebody that I used to know. uh, Guapale. About radishes that I found on YouTube. And it's this oh old God. man singing about radishes. So maybe we'll have to like post something. Um, oh, definitely. 
Or put it in the show notes or something because it's very yes. entertaining and weird. Oh, I love. That's crazy that they're like weeds and they're like, someone get rid of these fucking radishes. They're yeah, ruining. we'll eat them all. Give them to Lindsay and myself and we'll eat all the radishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, or you want to vote on broccoli versus cauliflower, though we know it's going to be broccoli, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.